0: All right. It's a little, I mean, it doesn't sound right. Whatever. What's up, everyone? This is live on real estate, your source for all things uh, real estate and mortgage related. I am your host, Paul Apostolakis. We've got Sal Kuzmano as the co host and special guest today. Stephanie, is it Janica?
1: Janica. I yes. said it right. Yes. Perfect. All right, I'm the man. <laughs> I, I, my
0: last name's Apostolakis, so I always, you know, feel a little weird about.
1: It's this. a little more complicated.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, great show today. I mean, we've got Stephanie in the in in, in the house. Uh, she's going to talk to us a little bit about staging. Uh, You're going to talk to us about how to beef up an offer, which I think is important in today's market, making sure that you stand out.
1: Yeah, lots of competitive situations out there.
0: Yes. And then obviously uh, the seasonality right now of what we're going through is something I think we should touch on too, because it is, I think, important. A few uh, topics we're going to hit on today, Flagstar's got a new zero down program. Is this the beginning of the end? Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, funny article in uh, Realtor.com, selling a house to millennials. I'm going to talk about It's really kind of hilarious. And then uh, what do you think is going to slow down the market? We'll talk a little bit about that. So, but let's start with uh, Stephanie. Stephanie, give us a, a little bit about your background.
1: Uh, I've been full time in real estate for over 11 years now. Okay. Um, I've worked as a single agent. I've worked on small teams. I've worked on mega teams. So I've got a lot of experience there and the differences. Um, And I got my broker's license about three years ago. So we've got our own uh, medium-sized team, I would say. Yeah. Got About seven or eight agents working with us, a lot of uh, back end help, so yeah, running pretty smoothly.
0: So, you're growing obviously, and you, yes. you've, you've built a good name for yourself. You're, you're part of the Janica group over there, Kellen Williams, in, in in Novi. Thank no- you for driving out, by yeah,
1: the way. Northville Novi. But really, uh, that's we work in pre- for pretty much an hour in any direction, any direction, so we yeah. cover a big, big area.
0: That's awesome. And you are, I mean, for what it's worth, you know how to list a house and get it sold. I mean, it's kind of like is, your thing, right? That is my specialty.
1: That's but, awesome. You know, about four years ago, I something clicked. You know, a lot of agents really start off as buyers' agents, and it, you know it's kind of easy to go open up a couple doors, write yep. an offer. It's a little bit different to put a sign in somebody's yard and know how to price a property and know how to market it.
0: It's an art. It's, yeah, yeah, it's
1: definitely a totally different job. So about four years ago, I put my sole focus into learning uh, how to work with sellers, how to price property, how to market them properly. And, uh, yeah, my seller business has taken off. So right now my agents that work with me uh, work with a lot of the buyers, and about 98% of what I do is just working with sellers. So that's my specialty. That's awesome. Well, Mm -hmm.
2: I think it's funny because, you know, a seller (laughs) – it, especially in this market, is like, well, what do you mean? You know, I'll just sell my house. I'll list it on Zillow, or I'll do this. My or I'll friends do that. an agent, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't. Why? Why do I need an agent in this market? Right. Exactly. Yeah. But you probably get that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of different things that you do that the value that you add that people aren't aware of that will actually move their home, get them more money, and make the process more compliant. And uh, you know. A, a
1: well, we're and really, you brought up like the first sale by owners too, where it really makes sense to work with a realtor because I mean we're the professionals in the industry. We do this every single day, and we know how the process is supposed to work. So when you have two realtors working together, it tends to go smoothly. Yeah, you know we all have the same goal mm-hmm. in mind, and this is what you know we're all working towards the same goal. Um, where it's a, it's a little bit different when you're working with like a first sale by owner, and they're not quite used to the process or you know don't know how to handle uh, hiccups that may.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why people get agents involved. I mean, you're a professional. You know how to write up a contract. You know Mm -hmm. how to go going back staging a home correctly. So why don't we get into that? Talk to me a little bit about what you think about staging. I mean, I know, look, when you sometimes when I see these pictures online and there's people like eating breakfast in the background and and like there's a dog and there's (laughs) like you know there's like laundry piled up on the bed. It's it's kind of nuts to see that, but it happens all the time.
1: You're losing money that way. Seriously, what m- the basis of my business is I work with a lot of, like, for sale by owners, or expired listings, so listings that didn't sell with another realtor for one reason or another, right. and most of the time, what we're doing is coming in with just a fresh pair of eyes. I'm telling these people what they actually need to hear.
0: Instead you of know? just, like, telling right. them, like, like fluffing them, oh, right? Oh, it's
1: beautiful. It's perfect. You don't need to do anything. <laughs> just when-
0: stand over there. I'm going to take a picture with you in the background.
1: Right. But <laughs> most people really want to know, and they just don't know what to do. So yes, we talk about staging because right. I mean you could lose so much money without staging your property. Um I've been into properties that are like straight out of nineteen sixties. I'm talking green shag carpeting and like paneling. Yeah. However, if that property is clean, I'm talking clean and like clutter free, right. It's not a bad thing.
0: Yeah. Well, um, it's, as yeah, long as it's, it's, it's a price
1: trait. Right? So for right off the bat, I'm going to say clean, clean, clean. Declutter. Declutter. Take all
0: that stuff off your counter.
1: Yes. Um, you know, if you have to have a cleaning lady or two cleaning ladies come through, that's not a bad idea.
0: It's a good investment.
1: Um, so yeah, clean lines is basically what I'm talking about. So anything from like tabletops, dresser tops, vanity tops any type of surface area get that clear it's going to yeah. probably feel pretty bare to like the average homeowner but yeah. as far as well
0: if, especially if you're a hoarder a buyer right yes. well, <laughs> like, I was in a hoarder's like, house the I other mean day. there's <laughs> a lot I mean there's <laughs> some people that just like to collect things and and display them in random place I mean which I get but like you can't sell a house like that.
1: Well, and here's the thing: things show up differently in person than they do in a little photo. You know, keep in mind most people are shopping nowadays from their cell phone. Everybody is, right? On, yeah. You know, on different websites from their cell phones, so they're looking at a photo that's the size of like two inches by two inches. If right. we're lucky. Yeah. So things show up very differently in a photo versus like in person. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's that's like that's the difference of like understanding your craft. A lot of people don't even realize that, right? They don't know Mm -hmm. that like, hey, most people are going to look at this on their phone, and they're not going to. It's going to look different.
2: You have to put yourself in the shoes of the buyer, right? Yes. And it's crazy to me, especially when. the listing itself, the pictures you're looking at on the cell phone are all dirty and cluttered. And it's like, how did that even happen?
1: It actually takes effort to look through that photo to try to actually yeah. see the house. And when there's mm-hmm. so many houses available, you know, that you can just sit there and click through all day long, they're not going to struggle to look through your photos. They're just going go to go onto the next
0: Skip. property. They're skipping. And mm-hmm. not only that, they can't imagine their stuff in that house. I mean, how are you going to be able to imagine like what you, your life is going to look like when you've got Aunt Tilly's Laundry mm-hmm. on the bench.
1: <laughs> exactly. Right, exactly. Man.
0: That's awesome. Aunt Tilly. So, going back, I mean, what do you think the benefits are of using an agent? I mean, over, you know, just listing it. I mean, I know obviously we just talked about a few, but there's more benefits to that. I mean, I think for me personally, I think, you know, writing up a contract. How important is writing up a contract in this market and doing it correctly, right?
1: Extremely. I know a lot of people tend to think we just negotiate price. But that's just one mm-hmm. out of like a hundred different things that yeah. are negotiated. So, yeah, having a realtor, you know, who's got your back, first and foremost, it doesn't cost you anything as a buyer. Right. You know, the seller pays commission mm-hmm. in Michigan. So as a buyer, it my God, why would you not have representation?
0: It's free representation. Yes. Think about that.
1: Yes. Free representation. So they can negotiate everything from your price, um, appliances, personal property, um, closing timeframes, you know, so they can work it around whatever you have going on in your life or be able to time it around another sale. You know, when you're, a lot of times, it's not just one move. You don't want to be homeless. We're selling right, one right. property and moving into the next. So we're trying to time these two sales together, which is really important so that it's
0: complicated. you
1: don't have to make a double move and yeah. you don't end up homeless. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely want to time those together. Um, but you could negotiate everything from free occupancy um, or you know inspection issues that might pop up you know not every house is perfect so that realtor can help you get things fixed or get some credits for different things right Uh, like uh, uh, if someone
2: right yeah i mean i think that's the biggest thing is concessions you Mm -hmm. know in someone understanding like a a first-time home buyer well why don't we just take a $1,000 off the price, right? And it's like, well, it doesn't really do you much good, right?
1: Right. It's still coming out of your pocket where if you were to set it up with concessions, you're going to keep that money right. in your pocket and you could use it for something.
0: There's these little, little nuances that people kind of potentially could overlook and, and put themselves in a, in, a, in a worse position where they potentially, if they have proper representation with a good agent. And look, I'll be honest with you, not all agents are great. Right, so it is important choosing the right agent that understands how to do these things. Yes, you know I've seen bad contracts. I've gotten them across my desk. And I'm like, why would, why would you agree to this? This is nuts, right? Why would you agree to, to give a ten thousand dollar EMD and, and and skip the uh, inspection? Oh my gosh! What what yeah. what are you doing? Yes, <laughs> you yes. know what I mean. But that's that's a bad agent. That's bad representation, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, really, this is your nest egg. You know a lot of for most people, this yeah. is your nest egg this is everything that you've worked your life for. so why would you not like vet out a couple of people or right. you know do your due diligence and make sure that you're getting somebody who's qualified and reputable um, you mm-hmm. know I get that everybody starts off somewhere you know we're all new at some point but I want you know my okay. nest egg in the hands of somebody who really knows right what they're for doing. sure yeah <laughs> I mean I
2: think you got to put your time in to to get to where you are right Absolutely. and uh, that took a lot of learning a lot of different a lot of deals, experience lot, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, uh, Stephanie, what do you think about selling and buying in this time, time, this season? I mean, I, I have my own feelings on that, and that we talked about it last week. But mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I personally think it's a good time. What do, I mean, what do you, you tell me, what you think?
1: That's something I love to talk about because I think there's a huge misconception out there. Because generally speaking, everybody thinks wait till the springtime, wait right. till the springtime to sell, wait till mm-hmm. the springtime to buy. Yeah. Really, it's just busyness. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of busyness that gives us the impression that it's better. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it's, a, it's a volume of people doing all this, the same thing, all at the same time.
1: Yes, it goes hand in hand. You've got more sellers and you've got more buyers versus like fall and winter. You've got less sellers and less buyers. However, right now when you know we're approaching wintertime, we don't have snow on the ground yet, but we're approaching wintertime. Mm-hmm. Those are your serious buyers. 100%. When it's snowy outside, it is not fun to go truck through houses and like look at properties. If right. they're
0: doing that, they want to buy.
1: They are serious. Versus yeah. summertime, I talk to a lot of people who are just cruising around. Yeah. It's a nice 80 Walking degree day. We're going to check out some open houses and Window
0: just, shopping, yes. right? Yeah. Yes.
1: A lot of lookers, not buyers. Tire kickers, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And really, for the sellers, I mean, it's a beauty contest. So do you want to be one of 10 contestants, or do you want to be one of 100? Right. You just have that much more competition in the springtime, and it's making it harder on you.
2: Well, and there's no shortage of buyers, right? So I mean, as soon as your home, if it's listed and priced right, I mean, it's going to move quickly.
1: You got it. Yeah, there's no shortage. And I mean, I'm sure you guys are feeling it now right, too. Is where normally we're a little bit slower right now, kind of rolling into the fall and winter it hasn't slowed down like it's still busy things, things are still moving so i don't think we're experiencing that normal you know sort of dip that we're all you know everybody anticipates so yeah things are still moving very and quickly i don't now.
2: expect things to slow down and or at least in like what we're being what we're used to right now as far as you know how sets the market it sells quickly it closes fast mm-hmm. until the inventory issue is somehow resolved which I don't know yeah I, know I mean it's it
0: no I I've got a stack of pre-approvals and people are looking for houses yeah. actively looking yes. for houses I've got deals coming in Where normally this time of, this time of season I'm thinking about Christmas and chilling out I'm like we're busy mm-hmm. you know it's kind of crazy um, awesome Stephanie thank you for imparting your knowledge on that if, if you would we're gonna sit through a couple uh, headlines here absolutely and, awesome uh, I do want to talk about Flagstar Uh, They came out with a new zero-down program. Uh, It is, uh, I don't know, maybe a little concerning to me because it just reminds me of 2008 when people were putting no money down. Not only do you have to put no money down to buy a house through this program, they're actually going to give you $3,500 towards your closing costs. Sounds great. Like, if I'm a guy that has no money, um, I could could buy a house, but I have no money. right? So it kind of freaks me out. I mean, Sal, what do you think? it, It just... For me, and, and and it's built for low to moderate income. So you've got to make thirty-five to sixty-five thousand dollars max. So it's not even like your top-tier buyers. If you're making forty thousand, thirty-five thousand, you're buying a house as your money down. Isn't that a little freaky? Yeah. Well, I think you know, uh, <laughs>
2: to the market standpoint, it's it's obviously a layer of risk that I don't know if we're ready to handle yet. Right? We're we just never, getting like know, to the point where it's like really moving again. Things are really <laughs> good. I think it'll be okay, you know, but I don't think it's gonna be the single cause of, you know, a meltdown or anything like that. But I do Is believe Is it the
0: first crack though? That's that's my thing. Is it the first it, crack?
2: Well, I think you know, it could be. I, I do believe that they have to vet these borrowers out as far as, you know, having uh, good credit and showing the ability to, to be able to repay. They so have not shown the
0: ability to save money. True.
2: But
1: Right, especially with it being not your high-end buyers, it's kind of the lower tier right there, which is the riskier, you know, the riskier ones. ones. You
2: don't don't have money. Usually younger people, and you never know. I mean, you know, you're in a job where you've only been there three or four years, you're doing okay, you're making 55 grand, and then, boom, they lay you off, and now you can't make your mortgage payment, and you have no equity, so you can't sell it, right? So it's, uh, that could be it, right? But I believe that it's not just... Here's money. Buy a house. I mean, there are some safeguards in place, but it could like be what? Secret.
1: Well, I think you've got a point too, because I think the mentality is different with the age groups that are out there. Yeah. You talk to your baby boomers, and something like a foreclosure is, I mean, that's taboo.
0: Oh, it's the end of the you world. You talk to
1: a millennial, and a foreclosure is like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, who doesn't have a foreclosure? Everybody did
0: it. It's, no, right. It's a little bit. You're right about that. Where our you know the older generation pays off their mortgage, new generation, I'll just hold the mortgage for the rest of my life. I get that. I just really like, I've got this because I lived through it, right? You lived mm-hmm. through it. We were there in 2008. We saw what happened. There was a crash. This probably isn't like the end of the world. I get it. Like, it's, you know, it's probably good for some people. It's going to help people get into some houses, but there's going to be a population of these loans that foreclose.
2: The only reason that I feel like a program like this exists is because of a bigger issue, which is the inability for people to save money, right? How can anyone just have a car? Have a decent car, right? Buy a house or, or rent somewhere even, have a credit card, eat, go out, enjoy a like just a base minimum life, and make fifty grand. Yeah. It's crazy. And then put away twenty percent, five percent down for a house. Yes, you can do it, but you're you literally have to like give your life up for five years. It's cost it's
0: of living crazy. is up. Man. Yeah, I mean it, Everything like, is super I, expensive. I, I get it. so I mean, but like not I mean, if you make fifty thousand you can't save money. Are you saying that you can't save money at 50,000? I think it's very hard to save money at 50,000. And if you have a kid? Forget about it. I, I get you're
2: that. You're living paycheck to paycheck. Sh-
0: then should you be buying a house? Well, it's not
2: that they don't have the right to, right? They're making their their rent payment every month.
0: Yeah, but if they but if their their rent, if their water heater goes out, Stephanie.
1: That's the thing. If you're if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you have something like your water heater or your furnace go out, it's detrimental at times. It's yeah.
0: hard. I, I mean, know, there I there there are inherent costs to own. Uh, trust me. I, and it,
2: this might just be because I'm a millennial, and you're like generation.
0: <laughs> I don't know what. I'm a zennial. Like yeah, you're like uh, don't hold on. Hold, hold on, boomer, Stephanie. I Stephanie's
2: I in know. the same boat as me. I, I, I don't think you want to go down this path. Well, you're what?
0: Like forty-eight. I'm thirty-seven. Yeah, so. Tonto, relax. Uh, I don't know. I just. Move it back, Tinder. <laughs>
2: and I'm not, like, trying to uh, defend it here, right? I, I do believe that they are. It's kind of you well, dude, no, it's cause cause what you're doing. I think it's a good program for responsible people who I,
0: will make Speaking their... Speaking of millennials, month. I'm moving on. I, I can't. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just worried about it, but I'm moving on. I mean, that's just... <laughs> Speaking, okay, so there's a, there's an article Man, that, that just triggered you. I'm done. done. I'm done. I'm <laughs> yeah. actually going to make fun of millennials right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So selling a house to millennials, bring a camera and fake eyelashes. That's the headline on Realtor.com. I'm just going to read this beginning of the this excerpt because it's hilarious. Just as he was about to close a sale, Colorado real estate broker Marvin Martinez found himself coping with a crisis a beauty crisis. His client in her 20s knew the broker would be posting a photo on Colorado first-time (laughs) homebuyers' Facebook page, which now has 85,000 followers. The problem? She needed fake eyelashes. So this chick had to go home. Uh, The client went home, changed her outfit, got her own fake lashes, and about an hour later emerged for the shoot soon after So So this guy, and then he just wrote, we just waited. That's all, Mr. Martinez, (laughs) 50-year-old. What else could we do? So this chick... So I get her selfie face right, went out. I mean, she didn't want to be on social. So these people waited at the closing for an hour so she could come back and take this picture. Wow, that's yep. that's what we're dealing and with. That's who you are, Sal. That's who you are. You're gonna go get your fake <laughs> eyelashes so you can take a picture.
1: Not even worried about the closing. Not yeah. stressed out about that's buying the house. Enough. It's <laughs> the photo.
0: This whole, I mean, she had a hashtag adulting when she bought the house. <laughs> like, she, like. I mean, millennials are. Maybe she are, did the
2: zero down, Paul. She's probably the crack. I hate you.
0: <laughs> My point is with this is that uh, the millennial class is a much different class. They are very hip to social. They, they, I mean, it's very important to them. So how? I mean, as a as I mean, I, I'm barely not a millennial, right? So I kind of get it, and but I don't get it. Stop doing that. I'm very close. <laughs> so, um, but it is a different class of buyers now, right? I mean, they are very big on the idea of buying and, and, and social and taking pictures and, and they're just a different class. I mean, you're probably dealing quite a bit with it because most of our buyers, let's be honest, are millennials right now. It's a big yes, population exactly. of people buying houses. Yep,
1: And what they look for is totally different than somebody who's a baby boomer or, right. you know, d- different generation.
2: Well, and I believe like millennials are very immature in, in terms of starting their life. Yeah, right? you are. They start later. They have kids later. They get married later. Okay. They buy a house later. So it's a big deal, right? I mean, if it's like what you did when you were 20 is got married, had three kids, and uh, bought a house, it's like, well, that's just what you do. Okay. Now, like I said, it's harder to save money. It's harder to do all of this. It's a big deal when you buy a house and you're millennial. It's a big deal when you get married. It's a big deal when
0: you have a kid. It's not just like normal, right. crazy. Right, that is true. I mean, look, I, I mean, you're not, how old are you now? 28. 28. Do you plan on getting married anytime soon? God knows. God knows. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, look, I get it. Like, uh, it is a different class of people, and like, if you don't um, move with the times and kind of get hip as, as an agent, as a loan officer, as being in this industry, if you're not really understanding that class of people, you're probably going to miss out on a, a big population of people because going forward, they will be buying a lot of houses, and it is crazy.
1: Well, Obviously, I mean, it's important to know who you who you're working with at all times. Yeah. You, know, you know, personality types and what drives them, or what the, you know, what motivates them.
0: Are you seeing a lot of a lot more millennials buying houses right now? You oh, personally?
1: Uh definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I'm actually seeing millennials now potentially having kids and buying their second homes starting that that's starting to happen a little bit.
1: We're also seeing what's the term I heard the other day? A, a dink, double in double income, no kids. So, <laughs> <That's>
0: so, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be a so. dink. I wanna be a dink. <laughs> it's Why can't I be? A dink? Right? Yeah. You're, but you're yeah, you've got these people that are, term. you
1: know, in their twenties, double incomes. They're yeah. and they're walking in buying some what I would typically consider as a second house, yeah, you know, yeah. as their first house, and they're looking for things that they grew up with, that that now they come to expect.
0: They don't want to do work, first nope. of all. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I was kind of in that camp. I didn't want to buy a house and do work on it. Uh, sell I know you don't I mean you're not exactly handy condo uh, you're, you're going, going condo yes. probably so like yeah I mean they're looking for a, for for what they grew up with and they're not willing to settle for the house that potentially they've got to knock down a wall and, and redo the flooring right they, yep. they don't no, really if something's do
1: that. dated they're like oh, don't want it
2: <laughs> yeah it's a uh, it's it is just to me very interesting and in, in how many different people there are who you can work with right in this business whether it's the 20 year old kid who has 50% down somehow, or it's, you know, the old person who's never owned a home.
1: Oh, yeah. We're dealing with these, you know, elderly people right now that have, you know, 40 years worth of stuff to move out of their house. and.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. that it is. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff when you accumulate over time. Yeah. Right? Yes. And yeah, my parents are moving, and
2: it's a nightmare. Like, okay. I do not want to be there to uh, Who are they using move.
1: as a realtor? Oh. <laughs> oh, there it is. They there did it not. is. That's perfect. They ended up in, a, in pretty good
2: hands, but Man, I, I love it. They did not ask me for a recommendation. Which I like what crazier. you did there. That was good.
0: That was really good. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear. There's like construction happening outside. We need to like soundproof this place. Yeah. I mean, it's a little embarrassing.
1: You appear. ADD. I see you looking around at all I, the I'm different I'm noises. Totally ADD. Like, I'm just like, squirrel,
0: squirrel. Uh, okay. La- last but not least, uh, and then this is a specific question for you, Stephanie. Um, what do you think? This is going to slow down this market because it is. It's been a seller's market. You've got a, a lot of people wanting to buy houses. Um, jobs are good. Economy's good. Uh, new construction's up. What is what is going to slow it down? I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious what you think.
1: Um, That's a good question to say what exactly is going to slow it down. Um, I'm not sure about that, but I can see the trend at least. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm watching, you know, I go back three years in time or so, and I'm looking at the trend of like housing prices and how many people are out there in the market and actually what's going on. And you can see that, yes, we're still appreciating, but we are... We're getting very, very close to that top. That we're like and that tipping point. We're yes. like we're
0: slow it's slowly slowing yes. down. And
1: you don't know that you tipped over the edge until you actually tipped over the right. edge. Yeah. Until you're heading in the other direction. Right. So I think we're getting close to it, but you know, it could still be a little while. we that has slowed down a little bit. Where if you asked me a year ago, I thought we already would have been much more in a buyer's market, you know, than what we are by right now, now. Yes. right? And we're still in a bit of a seller's market. Inventory is still low, so it hasn't teetered over as fast as I thought that it, you know that it right. would. Right?
2: I mean, it might not be till
0: twenty nineteen.
2: So until
1: yeah, really it could be that. a good another, you know, maybe another, be another amount, year, yeah. or I think, year. I think I think it's a, a, a so. it's
0: a supply issue, right? Mm-hmm. Supply and demand. Right. Right now, there's just not a lot of supply, which is creating a lot of demand. If we start seeing new construction take over and more homes be g- going on the market, more people selling, I think once you start seeing prices going down a little bit, people are going to be like, oh my god, I should sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They right. got to unload it. Yeah. Right. They're going to get triggered, get the and they're now. like, I need to sell now.
1: Yeah. And you know you'll see a big difference depending on the price range. So if you're looking at anything, let's just say 250 and under or 300 and under. That stuff is flying off the market, and there's, like, zero inventory. Yeah. And the reason for that is there's no new construction under, like, 300,000. None. So all these buyers, all these millennials are getting out there right now, and they're they're going out there sooner than later because of the low interest rates. They have Mm -hmm. the fear of the interest rates going up, Mm -hmm. so everybody's kind of pushed out into the market now. They're buying up all these lower-priced homes. Yep and then you start creeping up above you know 400 500 600,000 it's a little bit of a different market now. Totally
0: different, Things yeah.
1: are starting to sit around. We we have a lot of inventory in the million dollar price range.
0: Sitting around. It's
1: sitting around. Yeah,
0: I've noticed that.
1: So it's totally different depending on the price range and depending on the area. Yeah.
2: What will be interesting to me is is all these people who bought at 300 and under <laughs> who want to buy again, right, when their family gets bigger or whatever in 4 or 5 years wherever the market's at, right? If it's below where they bought at, though, are we going to have a situation where people are stuck? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And can't mm-hmm. buy that new construction home? Or, I mean, who knows? The depreciation could keep getting higher. Just depends, I guess, what
0: happens with the economy. And then it's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's got to go hand in hand with what people are making and yeah. affordability. And by the
0: right. way, mm-hmm. $300,000 does not get you as much as you think anymore.
1: No. It
2: gets <laughs> I mean, you a 1940s bungalow in where most millennials want to live. Sal, have you bought a house yeah. yet? No. Are you gonna buy a house? I don't know, man. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta find some. I'm, I'm super picky though. You are just, yeah. You are. It's uh, tough. You are. It'd be
0: tough to beat my agent. I would not want to be your agent. Yeah. I barely want to work with you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephanie, Thanks, tell everybody how they <laughs> can get a hold of you.
1: Uh, you can give us a call at 98 homes. Or check us out online at janigagroup.com. That's J-A-N-I-G-A group.com.
0: Give that number one more time.
1: 888-98-HOMES. That's a really good number. H-O-M-E-S. I mean, that's a
0: really good number. Love it. I I like that number.
1: Easier number. 888-98-HOMES. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Sebi, thank
0: you so much. It's been fun.
1: Thank you for having me out. I I had fun. This was great. That's awesome.
0: I like this song a lot. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much. This has been Live on Real Estate. We will see you next week. Goodbye.